Good evening. Welcome again <clears throat> to our journey in Hirotisis. We are approaching the end of Hirotisis. I've been saying that for a few days now, but uh, we are indeed. Um, we will try over the next few days to, uh, to, to reach that conclusion and then move to Hirotisis. Today, though, we're looking at uh, Simon Yudtes in Hirotisis. Um, the, the correct time for making the baruch on tzitzis. <clears throat> we know that there's a mitzvah to make tzitzis. Is that then the time to make the baruch on the tzitzis, or, is it the or should it be when one wears it? Uh, that will be the discussion in this um, short simon of just two two halachas. The shulchan then starts as follows. <coughs> Please excuse me. Uh, I'm uh, recovering from a bit of a, a cold, and so there may be uh, some spluttering going on, but um, hopefully not, not won't distract too much from, from the, the wonderful terror we'll learn today. Sitsis Chovas Gavrahu. We're taught that Sitsis is an obligation on the individual. Velo Chovas Mona. It's not an obligation on the item. So whilst uh, it is up to an individual to, to wear Sitsis um, and to put, to put Sitsis on a four-corner garment, but um, it's not, there's not an obligation to put, rather, there's not an obligation to put scissors on the four common garment rather to wear them. She calls man, because the whole time a person is not wearing talis, potter mit scissors. As we've said before, um, one can have four corner garments, garments <coughs> in one's uh, cupboard um, for a long time, and, and if he's not going to wear them, there's no need for scissors to be on them. The fichar eno mavore halasia scissors. That if we don't make the brocha, the brocha is not made on the making of the sitzis themselves. She'ein mitzvah The mitzvah is only on the, the wearing of the sitzis themselves. So let's see the, the Mishabur on this. Uh, it's a mitzvah, it's, a, in, it's an obligation on the gavra, below chovas mona, in Siv Kodn Aleph. We've learned this before, um, but it's been stated more explicitly in the Shulchan Aruch now. Halacha base, see Golden base, Potamit says this that um, it's only the wearing of the sissis uh, that it obligates to the, the wearing of the, 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 the four corner garment that obligates the sissis, not nothing before. Um, and when he's not wearing it, he's not obligated to make the brocha, not, wait, not obligated to put scissors on it. Potomid scissors. You might say, well, if you look at the posse, it clearly says that you that they should make for themselves scissors on the corner of their garments. So surely that is an injunction for um, to do a mitzvah of being scissors on the garment. We have another posse. You should make these strands, these threads, on the four corners of the garment of your garment, that you cover yourself with it. Mashma says the Mishnah Brewer is inferred the Davka is specifically talking at a time that you enwrap, you cover yourself in this garment, that that's the time that the obligation of Sitsis appears. The Mishnah Bura then goes on in Steve Cotton Gimel, Alasias had sissis, on the making of the sissis, Rosaloma, Beit Hatolosim had beget, at the time when 
in the insertion into the into the uh, the hole in on the garment. The the bracha is when one um, actually enclose one wraps themselves in this garment. Then you make the bracha of nisateif, um, um, yeah, but not not before. If we're in a situation where, and we've also seen this before, that um, the strands that the tzitzis themselves become detached after he's wearing it. Then he must take remove the, the garment um, and then put on new scissors, not, not, not to put the scissors on whilst he is still wearing it. Um, and at that point he makes a broch when he goes back and wears it. Even though he's going to immediately wear it, still. Um, he removes it, he reinserts new scissors on it, um, then makes a, then um, when he comes back to wear it again, he makes a brocha. And then a sikot and dalud, ella belivishosoi, that the mitzvah, the mitzvah is only at the time that he's wearing it. The mitzvah sits on this garment, it's only the time he's wearing it. And we could draw a parallel here between sitsis and mezuzah. The Kaimlon Chovas Hadorhi, the mitzvah of Mezuzah is, is the obligation on the one dwelling there. I could I could go for an awful pun uh, with the word Chovas Hador. Um, I won't do that. Um, Hador means the one who lives there, it doesn't refer to any object that takes the space of the um, where the door should be. So um, the, the only obligation to make the bracha on the mezuzah is when he's entering to live in the, in the house immediately uh, upon doing so. That, that then is, is exactly like our case of enwrapping in the, in the item, in the, in, the, in, the, in the garment. Or if he has been living there, then he just must make the bracha and put the mezuzah on as soon as possible. Um, this is in third from Mogain Avram. Check that out carefully. I in trouble with Mogain Avram, Yosef, which was really eager. So, Simon Tess, see their opinions here, um, on, on the matter of the Mazuzah. Um, okay, now, um see base in the Shokanoch, also Talis, the Sorech Tachrikan. If a person is making a talis as a burial shroud. Even though he might come to wear this occasionally, during his lifetime, Potter, um, putting uh, it would be Potter from putting scissors on, on, a, on, a, uh, on a talis for the needs of a tachrikin of a burial shroud, even if he even if he sometimes will wear it, will wear it um, during his lifetime. I'm going to see this halach is um, very much akin to nighttime garments that are exempt from um, exempt from sitzes. In Sif Cotton Hay in the Mishnah Bura, Potter, Vachronim Maske de Davka de Dasa Rosh. This is specifically according to the opinion of the Rosh. The Potter Le Eyal Besimon Yuches, he exempts such a garment from having sitzes. Tixus Miuchad Laila Fida Biyom. That even though he's wearing it in the day, 
if it's a if it's a garment which is specified for the night time, you wouldn't have to put sins on during the day. And this this garment is very much like a, a, garment, a nighttime garment. Shari Mays Potter Mitzvah is because somebody who's dead is exempt from mitzvahs. Well, that's a Rambam, but we know there's also the opinion of the Rambam, um, who takes a different view. The Mechayev Ksus Lila Bayom, that a nighttime garment that would be worn during the day it requires sitsis. Because we it depend the, the only criteria is where the garment is it a daytime or is it nighttime. If he's wearing something during the day, he has to have sitsis on it. So therefore, for the um in, in our opinion, according to us, we would put this on it, but not like a brocha. So um so we cover both both the Rosh and, and the and the Ramam specifically with, with that um, approach. Mokre Habagodim. The sellers of clothing, if you've got a, you're going to a, a clothes clothes store, um, and they're just showing you their wares, um, then um, then those items, even if they would place a four corner garment over your head, um, they would be potty. You still do so without having to put scissors on them. Um, because that's not really considered um, the proper way of dressing. It's just being uh, being introduced the item. But if there's a legitimate tax loophole here that um, he's wearing it in order to uh, bypass tax, um, then he it is possible that he is obligated in sitsis. Um, in, in the same, same way as he would be if it was shatness. Now, so it's not um, even though he's he's wearing this item as opposed to carrying it uh, and therefore avoiding tax. It's enough of it's considered enough of, of wearing the item to still be chayiv to be obligated in sitzes. And um, I'm, I'm not I'm a little bit uncertain as to the, the reference to kilaim here, um, except that. <clears throat> um, what I would say is that if a person is trying on a, a garment and the garment has kalayim in it, has shatness in it, um, it's not a problem to try on a garment, even if there's potential shatness in it. Uh, if one decides to buy it, one buys it, then gets a test of shatness. But again, the wearing of a garment which potentially has shatness in it um, is not considered wearing when one's just you know, um, sampling the uh, goods in order to buy it. Right. Um, moving on to then Siv Chaf, and here we are going to look at some of the laws around buying and selling of Tulesim. And again, a, a short simon, just two halochas. Somebody who purchases a talis, which is, comes already, uh, has this hanging off them from another Jewish person, or mitaga in a Yehudi, or from a non-Jewish salesman. And that, that non-Jew said, I bought it from a, from a Jew. Neman. And he bought it from a, a trustworthy Jew. Kosher. Then we also going to rely on, <coughs> on the sitsis and the talus being um, perfectly okay in kosher. Why? Kavon, the reason is since the Tagarhu, since he's a 
uh, a tradesman, a salesman. Um, um, that we have a presumption that he bought it from a Jew, but the low more and he doesn't want to ruin his reputation. But if a person buys it just from a, a random uh, non-Jew that doesn't have a business to worry about, then psula, um, then we can't rely that these sitsis are kosher and therefore um, uh, the apostle. The Mishnah Bura on this, Sipod and Aleph. Um, so, when um, those just joining, we're in um, Simon Chaf, uh, the first Haloch Aleph, Sipod Aleph. So, he bought this talis uh, which had sits on it from a Jew. So, what type of Jew are we talking about here? What type of Jew are we talking about here? Even if we don't know him necessarily to be uh, an, a fine, upstanding individual. That we um, we can still rely and, um, and on the fact that a, um, a, a an unspecified Jew, as it were, a general Jew, will have the presumption of being kosher and and, and trustworthy. It doesn't just mean in monetary matters, obviously in, in, we're dealing uh, both in monetary matters, but also the, the cashless of the sitzes here. Were, were the strings themselves, um, um, was, it, was, the, was the wool spun, um, twisted and, and, uh, um, and, and bound um, for the sake of the mitzvah? And, and that we can rely on their, 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 um, their, their trustworthiness. Unless, unless there's some external reason that we should be suspicious of such a person. Um, the, and uh, and uh, the mission will tell us all the you can't just throw aspersions around. Uh, um, easily, there are various general principles about, about when when we are allowed to um, suspect somebody of not being who they say they are, or being um, perfectly trustworthy, and that's in Yorodea Simon Kufiotes. But not only can one buy um, a um, a talish with this on it from a, from, a, from a Jew, but also from a non-Jew, or me in the Steve Cotton base, or me Tagra in or from a non-Jewish salesman. <coughs> Even if he's not a, it's not his, his um, main line of business maybe isn't in selling, selling, selling talesim, he might sell other garments, but nevertheless, he's still trustworthy on, on these. Why? That we, if, we, if we find his reputation is going to be affected, if we find him lacking in one area, then he'll be lacking in other areas. So he doesn't want to ruin his reputation, and therefore we can rely on, on um, the, the cash of what he's selling. Now, um, so how far can we go with this? Um, but we, we say um, 
but the this Longu that we're we're buying from, he says that he bought it from a, a, a trustworthy Jew, that the item is kosher. The Yisrael Nehmon in Sikot and Gimel, I am a Levush, to go and see the Levush, who writes, the Muchach Minei, he doesn't have to actually explicitly say, I bought it from a, from a trustworthy person. The feeling is that you know, just the fact that he bought it from a Jew, um, a regular Jew, we have the presumption that that person is, is Nemon. He doesn't really have to ver- verbalize it. And this is uh, inferred from other um, uh, later authorities. But Efshar de Gamhar it's possible that also the Ramor Sever can. This is really what the Ramor himself holds. The Tevas Nemon and the the words that he's believed, Koyal Atagar. Um, so, in fact, when I, um, I think I read it, uh, yeah, you, so when the Ramor says, Omesh Elochem Yisrael Nemon, that, what is that going on? Is it the Yisrael that's Nemon or the the, the Tagar, the, the non-Jewish salesman, is Nemon? Um, and that's what Mr. Bro says here. There is Nemon Koyala Tagar, Shu Nemon Bidiburo. In fact, you could read the words of the Ramor as meaning um, the, the Tagar himself is Nemon, as I, I read it when I first uh, got to it. The host of Ramor, and the Ramor as the Lahoros Lanu to, um, to teach us. Hasfora to this 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 uh, this view and this this way of thinking. The Davka al Diburo Samchinon is specifically on his um, his words that we are relying and Ma'aminon that we believe him. To lo moronafshi, to lo moronafshi, lo mashecha that he he's not going to ruin his reputation just to speak lies. Um, which is in, which is not the case with a um, a, a non tradesman. Um, he doesn't ruin anything just by trying to pass off some something he found on eBay. So um, we um, we have for, so it's only for a, so a sales a non-Jewish salesman that has a reputation to protect, but a person in the general public would not. See, so that he doesn't want to um, ruin himself, ruin his reputation. I the Mogen Avram it's specifically with the talis and its sisters that we rely on this um, logic. And uh, we, we believe him. Because we don't find any Jews that put sisters on their own clothes. But to, um, to justify... Uh, the sitsis themselves, just um, a, a bunch of strings <coughs> labeled as sitsis from a non Jewish um, uh, merchant, we, even that would be Osa, Shemelo Hoya, Hatavia, Vishazira, Lishma, because we, we, we were doubtful that um, those alone were, were spun and, uh, and threaded, etc., were locked <coughs> um, for the sake of the mitzvah. And this is the Psak of the Taz and the Derech Chaim. There are those that are leaders on this matter, in this matter, but I am Barsas Chaim of Yeshua's Yaakov. There are also Chaim, Yeshua's Yaakov, Sheskimu, to Dehecha, to Asek, Hatagar, who knows this is Israel. Where the whole way of working, the business of the 
if the merchant is to buy scissors from Israel and, and to sell them, muta mitagar. So, um, so if if I guess uh, he's known to be a scissors seller, and that's what he does, then according to these opinions, it'd be muta to to buy from him. See if cotton hay pesula. Let's see. We said, yeah, so, but to buy from a, just a, just a buy from eBay, from a, a, a non-accredited seller, um, that would be a problem and this is impossible. Why? Maybe he, you know, and um, in order to make some money, he saw that these Jews, they, they attach strings to their, um, these, uh, these Tadesim, and uh, he can charge a premium, so he's, he's seen some <coughs> YouTube clips on how to make them, he's done it himself. But without the right kavana, um, that's why the apostle became the coach came to also like knows men of sitzes. How much more so? You just can't buy this is alone from him. The shem alone nidfa lishma again because maybe the wool wasn't spun lishma. Then came poshet. Uh, therefore, it's, it's it's obvious the filu im years of the hatira me begin kosh mechadosh also. That even if he decides to remove them from the garment and reattach them, it would still be um, also because again they, 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 the, the, the threads themselves were not made lishma, and that's what they they don't hold like the taz. What happens though if you find um, you're in um, you're in the middle of the broadwalk and you find a sisis that is. Um, a talus with scissors on it. <coughs> Kosher. Um, there may, if there's no identifiable marks on it, so you couldn't, uh, you have no, no way of identifying who the owner is, uh, one in fact could take it and then it would be kosher. But also, the shlach has scissors, a filu sukim with surumayde over a glulim, im lo bishne chosomov, chosmos. Um, so, um, and a final note here that um, in the same way that we transport um, meat, for example, and it has to have two seals on it, the only way you're transporting any scissors um, um, and um, sending them on through a non-Jewish agent is if they have a double seal on them, um, in the same way it would uh, transport any, any kosher item. Good. Let us continue. Eve base. Um, a, so now it's about buying, now about selling. A mochrin talis mitzieses leovit kechovin. One shouldn't sell a, a talis with its scissors on to a non-Jew. Why? Shema yislave im Yisrael b'derech v'yihargenu. But perhaps he will um, dress up as a Jew, accompany a Jew, and kill him on the way. And we may not find this so much today, but unfortunately, we do find, um, <coughs> and um, that unfortunately, in Eretz Yisrael, it's happened that um, some non-Jews are dressed up as Jews um, and uh, as, and, uh, and trick people into uh, allowing them to get close to them and, and, and awful things. So, um, although so the, the halacha is not to sell uh, a talis with scissors to a non-Jew, I feel that the, the mashkun, even as a deposit. And to deposit 
um, a, a talit who sits with a lonju is also uh, unless um, unless it's um, for a specific time uh, uh, um, uh, where there's no concern about anything untoward happening. <coughs> what does this mean? Let's see a bit further than Mr. Brewer will explain. Um, so see cotton bov, you can't sell this this talent with scissors to an over kachovim. So lower kachovim says Mishabro, I feel it in who tagar, even you can't sell this doom to a, a sales to a um a salesperson. Because there's an element we are worried also about uh, murder even with a, a salesperson. Rice, and we're also worried about um immorality. Um, we're going to see in a minute what what the worries about Gideon rise about immoral actions, but um, when, when we, um, so, but the mission was doing here the hard but you might ask a question we, we said above in Sif Aleph. There's a presumption that he bought it from a, a Jew. So what's happened? We've just here saying you can't sell it to a non-Jew, and, and there we said he bought the presumption that he bought it from a Jew. So So earlier it's when a, a Jew transgressed and sold it to him. And in that case, um, uh, we have the chazaka that came from a Jew, and but it's not so not a practice that we should adopt. So that perhaps um, this non-Jew will dress up as a Jew and accompany him. The Gemara brings another reason, that there's a problem of, um, of immorality. That perhaps this will be used as in lieu of payment uh, to a prostitute. Um, and she'll say, you know, look, the uh, I got this from a Jew. Um, uh, I was with the other night, um, and cast all kinds of aspersions about um, the morality of Jewish people. Therefore, um, even so, therefore, how much more to, so to directly sell this to a non-Jewish lady would be a, would be a problem, um, as opposed to going via a, a non-Jewish man who then may pass on in payment in lieu of payment. The see who writes This whole reason doesn't apply anymore. So, um, although we can find instances of it happening in general, we don't um, we don't apply this reason. So, one um, we're not worried about uh, in general about one taking a talent and dressing up and killing on, on that basis. Um, in fact, I saw. And we do have a couple of minutes. I, I saw in the um, the Maharshal, the Yamshal Shlomo, uh, in his introduction to Bavakama, writes that quite often in the Gomorrah, and, and um, the references to non-Jews and to to Ovde Kachovin, the idol worshippers, are specifically to those who would serve idols, those who would literally bow down to and, and uh, had regard for um, um, polytheism and. and um, um, where uh, and but he, he writes in the 16th century that generally people are not like there aren't any of those any, anymore. 
that there's a general belief in one God um, and people uh, have uh, some kind of level of belief and therefore um, the definitions in the Gemara of, of, uh, and the halacha which flows from it quite often doesn't apply or, um, um, equally to in, in our day and age and the Chayodim is, is, is taking that further here uh, this worry of being um, uh, um, of being killed by giving a, 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 a talus to non-Jew doesn't apply um, but this idea of being given this payment um, to, a, 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 to a prostitute, we are still concerned about it, and the, the reputation damage that might cause Jewish people. The fee sure, we, we finally we learned that um, we're not worried about this if it's according to a specific time. Um, but if you remove the sisters, um, even though the, the whole still remain, where you're just selling the garment itself, without the tzitzit on it, then that is muta imfrei non-Jew. And with that, we will com- we've concluded Simon Chaf, Yudtes Anchaf, and next time we move on to Chaf Aleph, um, about breaking, what to do with a worn-out talis and, and worn-out um, Thank you for joining, and have a very good evening.